Hello, I'm Alyssa Callahan, and my partner for this podcast is Anna Fadul from St. George's School in Bogota, Colombia. Our topic is anti-Semitism and the treatment of Jewish people around the world. Anti-Semitism has been on the rise within recent years. Anti-Semitic incidents in America have risen by 60%. It is getting increasingly difficult for Jews to express themselves out in the open. Even within their communities, there is discrimination. In Texas, there isn't that many Jewish people, so it's hard to fit in. And you constantly feel like you never belong anywhere. All my friends are Christian. Even though our faiths are closely related, it's still hard to feel comfortable around them. There isn't a lot of places around Granbury where we can worship. The closest reform synagogue is 30 miles away. There are about 100,000 adherents to Judaism in Texas, and most of them reside in Houston. It's crazy that some people in Texas act completely mortified whenever they meet a Jewish person. A big cause of anti-Semitism is misinformation. No one double-checks what they read anymore. We get all of our news online, and that makes it hard to tell what's real and what isn't. Anyone can publish their voice about anything on the internet. Now, this isn't always a bad thing, but a lot of people form their opinions about others without second-guessing anything. So if a person were to read an article declaring the Jews wanted to take over the world, they might just believe it. And they might have this poor stigma about Jewish people. They just believe the stereotypes that are forced down their throats, even when they might not have had any experience with an actual Jewish person. The further we get away from the Holocaust, the harder it is for people to grasp the idea that 6 million Jews were slaughtered, all because of one man's orders, and his poor belief. Two-thirds of American millennials don't know what the Holocaust is. Sho, which is the preferred Hebrew term when describing the Holocaust, happened over 75 years ago. The further we get away from this tragedy, the easier it is for people to forget it ever happened. The term antisemitism is commonly used to refer to the discrimination of the Jewish people. The term was created in 1879 by Wilmar Marr to refer to the anti-Jewish campaigns in Central Europe at the time. There are two kinds of anti-Semitism, religious and racial. Religious anti-Semitism has existed for hundreds of years and it is caused by the religious difference with other groups. Racial anti-Semitism, on the other hand, originated at the start of the 20th century after many discoveries about genetics and evolution in the previous century. Many people believed that humanity wasn't one species and that the white race was the superior one that should rule the earth, which led to the belief that the Jewish people were part of the different race that was biologically inferior. This belief led to the discrimination of Jewish people not because of their religion, but because of their not proven biological differences. Across history, there have been a large amount of examples of anti-Semitism. During the Hellenistic Age, there was social segregation because of their refusal to be polytheistic and worship the imperials of the time as gods. Christian segregation started after the execution of Jesus as Christians believed that he had been crucified by the Jewish people, which started their depictions as the killers of the Son of God. In medieval times, the Jewish people were denied by most countries in Europe citizenship and most civil liberties. During this time, they were the group that always saw banking, which led to the economic resentment and their expulsion from countries such as France, Germany, Portugal, and Spain. 
In addition, as they were a hated minority, they were stereotyped and physically attacked. Some of the stereotypes were the blood libel, which is a myth that said that they used the blood of Christian children for rituals, that they served the devil, and that they caused the Black Death. From the 1800s to the 1900s, anti-Semitism had a change in perspective. Because of the rise of nationalism, there was a change in the stereotypes and attacks. Anti-Jewish riots called pogroms increased and were normally aided by the government and police forces. New stereotypes were created, such as that even if they had citizenship, Jewish people were disloyal to the nations they lived in, that they were taking jobs from non-Jewish, that they controlled the media and were using it to control the people, and that they wanted to destroy the values of the middle class and private property through social democratic movements. Finally, during the 1930s, the peak of anti-Semitism started. The German Nazi party became more powerful because of their policies that blamed the Jewish people of all the problems the German population faced. After taking hold of the government, the Nazi party started ordering anti-Jewish boycotts, doing book burnings, and creating anti-Jewish legislation. In 1939, anti-Semitism became the main focus of the German government, which led to the mass genocide of the Jewish population. During that period, 6 million Jewish people were killed by the Nazi party, the largest number of them in concentration camps such as Auschwitz, Treblinka II, Belzec, Sobibor, and Chilmenu. Sorry for the mispronunciation. After the Holocaust, anti-Semitism lost power and people became more accepting, but in recent years, it has increased. Anti-Semitism is still a problem in a modern era, even with all the progress that has been done in creating a more accepting society. One of the causes of modern anti-Semitism is the Israel-Palestine conflict. As most Muslim countries and Palestine consider that Israel should give land and recognize Palestine as a nation, and Israel hasn't done any of that, some Palestinians and people on their side of the conflict have started to segregate and attack Jewish people as Judaism is the main religion of Israel. In addition, another cause of anti-Semitism is the lack of education about the topic and misinformation. On a survey done by ADL, it was discovered that 70% of people that had anti-Semitic views had never met a Jewish person. This shows that most of them hold their opinions, not on personal experience, but on their opinions of others. This lack of understanding of the Jewish people and lack of information makes people have anti-Semitic views as that is the opinion people around them have. Another cause of modern anti-Semitism has been the portrayal of Jewish people by some extreme right-wing parties. They portray Jewish people as the threat to their nation, their identity and the lives of their citizens. We can see this when in France people found swastikas drawn in a Jewish cemetery. And when in Hungary, the far-right government created anti-Semitic political campaigns. On the other side of the political spectrum, in some extreme left-wing parties, anti-Semitism has also been on the rise. These parties have associated the Jewish people with the failure of the capitalist system and have accused them of having control over the global economy. Anti-Semitism around the world has been on the rise. These are some of the facts. In a poll made by CNN, it was discovered that 10% of Europeans have unfavorable views of Jewish people. 
In 2018, the number of anti-Semitic incidents rose by 74% in France, with 500 incidents, and 10% in Germany, with 1,646 incidents. In 2017, anti-Semitic incidents in the Netherlands increased by 17%. In a survey done by the European Union, 90% of Jewish people believed that anti-Semitism increased in their country in the last five years. 89% believed that anti-Semitism is a problem in their country. 28% have been harassed in the past year. 47% worry about being verbally harassed. 40% worry about being physically attacked. And 38% have considered emigrating from Europe because of safety-related issues. On a poll in 2014, it was discovered that out of 102 countries polled, 35% of people haven't heard of the Holocaust, 27% of people hold anti-Semitic views, and 74% of people in the Middle East and North Africa hold anti-Semitic views. Anti-Semitism is a large problem in the world. The places with the largest amount of anti-Semitic incidents are North America, Europe, and the Middle East. These are also the places with the largest amount of Jewish people. But the countries with the most anti-Semitic views are Hungary, Ukraine, Poland, and South Africa. In a political standpoint, most countries' governments are against anti-Semitism as it is considered a violation of human rights. One of the exceptions to this rule is the Polish government, which has tried to ban the mentioning of Polish concentration camps, which leads to Holocaust denial. There are 6,000 Jewish people in Colombia. Most migrated to Colombia from Europe in the 1930s. The number of Jewish people is extremely low compared to countries such as the US, Argentina, Brazil, and Chile. This is because of the migration law created in 1939 that restricted Jewish migration to Colombia because of the perception of Colombians towards Jewish people. Colombians at the time believed that allowing Jewish migrants would bring unwanted elements. Diseases that were harmful for Colombians, traditions that were antagonizing, and dangers that would hurt the country. During the 1940s, old beliefs were still present. Various Jewish organizations such as the Hebrew Association of Bogota, the Center of Adhul Israel, and the Hebrew Organization of Kali were denied status. In Bogota, there was a boycott towards Jewish commerce, where 44 stores were destroyed and some people were harmed. After the end of World War II, Colombians started understanding that the Jewish people weren't as bad as they had believed them to be. This led to the stop of most anti-Semitic attacks and the shift in Colombian people's perception. From then on, Colombia hasn't seen a rise in anti-Semitic attitudes and beliefs and the government has condemned anti-Semitic attitudes. The most notable event when a monument towards Israel was vandalized and a swastika was painted. This action was later condemned by the Colombian government. There are various consequences to anti-Semitism. According to the Consultative Council of Jewish Organizations, anti-Semitism among preteens causes humiliation, anxiety, and violent responses. Being attacked with anti-Semitic speech has been proven to cause short and long-term consequences of trauma, a loss in confidence, an increase in aggression, sadness, anxiety, and egoism, and a lack of proudness and willingness to speak about their Jewish identity. In a study with victim groups, including the Jewish, 
It was discovered that prejudice leads to more prejudice. The more prejudices the Jewish face, the more they will have about the groups that are attacking them, creating a bad relationship between the people in both groups, where both are blind to the goodness in the other side and can only see the prejudices they have. This show of anti-Semitism, the Holocaust, has had consequences in its survivors on the children. Most survivors of this event have the chaos syndrome, which affects the survivors with PTSD, depression, anxiety, survivor's guilt, and other psychiatric symptoms, and physical problems such as premature coronary arteriosclerosis, brain arteriosclerosis, pulmonary tuberculosis, chronic digestive tract diseases, arthritis, precocious involution, and epilepsy. 78% of Holocaust survivors, 30 years after the incident, show chaos syndrome. The children of survivors are more likely to have PTSD, difficulties in individuation or separation, and stress problems. Another consequence of anti-Semitism is that intolerance and discrimination lead to a toxic social environment where all the people living in the area are found in a bad social situation. In addition, when anti-Semitism becomes common practice, it shows others that discrimination and violence against others is a normal thing, which leads to a higher amount of hate crimes in the community and the violation of people's rights. Even with all the anti-Semitism around the world, people can still help to end it by preventing it from continuing and happening in their communities. It can be done by educating the people around you about the problem making them aware of the issue, and teaching them why others shouldn't be discriminated because of their religious belief. If people are educated about what is happening, and they are aware that anti-Semitic attitudes shouldn't be tolerated, then people will stop treating and attacking the Jewish because of their differences, and after a very long time, anti-Semitism won't be an issue. There was an article describing some of the anti-Semitic attacks that happened between 1999 and 2009, most of which were on synagogues or in public places. There were 16 attacks within 10 years. Some were provoked by Jews defending themselves or simply wishing each other a happy Hanukkah. Most of these were perpetrated by white supremacists. A synagogue in California was bombed. Jewish boys were harassed on the subway for wishing happy Hanukkah to each other. Anti-Semitic attacks and remarks have been increasing within these past few years, some of the multiple attacks were verbal or started with a firearm. White supremacy has also been on the rise within recent years. There has been recent reports on Nazi propaganda on the German WhatsApp, showing that people are still supporting anti-Semitic acts, even after the end of World War II and Hitler's death. Some people have returned the imagery and ideas of Nazis in recent times. There was a synagogue shooting in California, which was deemed a hate crime due to the fact that the shooter was screaming out anti-Semitic remarks. Alexander Goland, co-leader of the Alternate for Germany party, recently described Adolf Hitler in the Nazi era as a speck of bird droppings in over 1,000 years of successful German history. Elie Wiseau, author of the book Night and a Holocaust Survivor, described the first moments of being in Auschwitz as the moments that murdered his god and his soul and turned his dreams to ashes. The Holocaust was a terrible time for the Jews and many other groups of people that didn't fit Hitler's bill. Being locked up in these work camps, this it destroyed 
the Jews' faith. It destroyed their desire to live. They completely degraded the Jews. They dehumanized them. They took away their names, their jobs, their clothes, their possessions. They took away their family. They took away the, everything that made this Jew a person. They took it away. They gave them a number instead of a name, and they either sent them to death in the gas chamber, or they made them work. They made them work through any kind of condition. It didn't matter if it was snowing and negative 27 degrees out. They had to go, they had to go work, no, no matter what. Being sent to these death camps made so many Jews question, questions God, his motives, and what he wanted with them. This is another quote from Elie Wiesel's Night. Blessed be God's name? Why? But why would I bless him? Every fiber in me rebelled, because he caused thousands of children to burn in his mass graves, because he kept six crematoria working day and night, including Sabbath and the holy days, because in his great might he had created Auschwitz, Birkenau, Buna, and so many other factories of death. How could I say to him, Blessed be thou, Almighty, Master of the universe, who chose us among all nations to be tortured day and night, to watch our fathers, our mothers, our brothers end up in the furnaces, Praise be thy holy name, for have chosen us to be slaughtered on thine altar. Later on in World War II, whenever the tide had turned against the Germans, the Soviets were taking territory as they pushed the Germans back. And as they were heading for Poland, Germany decided that they needed to hide their crimes. They dug up all their mass graves, they burned the bodies, evacuated the death camps, destroyed documents. They took the remaining prisoners from the death camps and they took them on Torres Mesha, which is also known as a death march. They were marched hundreds of miles. They were given little to no food, and there was no shelter. And anybody who tried to lag behind or escape, they were shot. By July 1944, the Soviets had reached the border of Poland. Nazis were still trying to destroy evidence, but there was a concentration camp on the Polish border, which the Soviet army captured, which, when the camp was still intact. And after they captured this camp, there was a Polish-Soviet Nazi crime investigation committee established. The first major death march was an evacuation of almost 4,000 pr prisoners. They, were, they went from a camp in Warsaw to a camp in Dachau. This... There was... They first took a stop of 80 miles, and once they reached that, there was only about 3,000 left. The prisoners who were still alive, they were packed onto trains, and there was even more died. And out of the almost 4,000 original marchers, less than 2,000 reached the Howl 12 days later. Isabel Lettner remembers, I have a curious, unreal feeling, one of almost being part of the grayish dusk of the town, but again, of course, you will not find a single German who ever saw a single one of us. Still, we were there, hungry, in rags, our eyes screaming for food, and no one heard us. We ate the smell of smoked meat, re meats reaching our nostrils, blowing our way from the various shops. Please, our eyes screamed. Give us the bone your dog has finished gnawing. Help us live. You wear coats and gloves, let's just like human beings do. Aren't you human beings? What is underneath your coats? Anti-Semitism has been a growing problem within recent years, 
Even though it reached its peak in the 1930s and 40s, it is slowly making it a return due to the rise of white supremacy and the ideology that being white is what's right. Anti-Semitism has caused the death of six million Jews in the Holocaust. It caused them to be worked to death, starved, it froze, it burnt. There was so much pain and agony and horror hidden within these events, and it was all due to the tragedy and the just the sad reality of anti-Semitism. It's still a hard thing that Jews nowadays they still have to go go through. They have to go through it on their daily lives, and they have to be harassed just because, just because of people and them being ignorant. Kids, especially, aren't as well informed as people who are in the older generations. Kids nowadays, they think it's funny to make terrible jokes about Auschwitz and the deaths of six million Jews, and they think it's cool to worship Hitler and make him seem like a god. It's not humorous, and it's it's time that we inform people around us about what's going on. This has been Alyssa Callahan and Anna Fadul from St. George's School in Bogota, Colombia, and thank you very much for listening.